What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. Christmas, huh? Why are you so... <laughs> what? You're broken already. Christmas, huh? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a, it's December. It's the holiday spirit. Christmas. What? No, I love I love Christmas season. Yeah. Also, it's the, I, love, <laughs> I love Christmas season, but also I think now... Because I'm older, I've just seen mm-hmm. how Christmas. Look, man, I've like, I, seen some things. Well, it's like you know what it is. Like when I was younger, it was like I had a, a hit or miss. Because you know, I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't get all the stuff everybody else gets. So, I, like, you know, oh. we got past that. But now, as an adult, having friends with kids and families, I'm uh-huh. like, oh, this is the hard part of Christmas. Right. Uh, yeah. But again, I love I, here in New York. The only time people are really happy, so like I, I dig it. But I'm like, oh yeah, man. <laughs> the only time we're happy. I mean, think about it. People are super. Like yeah. the lights. The you go down oh, Fifth shit. Avenue. Yeah, Lincoln Center is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I when I when I was a kid. Uh, oh, I have I said this yet that I used to be afraid of Santa Claus. <laughs> you <laughs> so, might have. Have I said Wait, that yet? Did you? Yeah, I used to be afraid of Santa Claus. Um, okay, then if I if I've said already, but, I'm not gonna. Uh, who I'm remembers gonna, that? Nope. I'm oh. gonna if somebody's like, I know the story. If, funny, if there's anyone listening to it that's like, man, I know this story. It's like, hey, man, I've been binging Black Man podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 600 hours ago, <laughs> I heard you talk about. Yeah, no. How I many, be fresh. Ho- how I many be fresh. hours? How many hours of our podcast have we done? Uh, too many. Yo, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Why would you get to Santa Claus? Um, yeah, so one of the story. Okay, so like you know, like the the way that we would do Christmas is like everybody. This was man, long time ago. We don't even do it like this anymore for the for the young kids now. But everybody would come to one house, mm. and then um, there'd be a period of time when Santa Claus would come. Oh, yeah. So all the kids would have to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and and I, we probably had our eyes closed for for two minutes or right. whatever. It's just the time for them to get out the toys and set them out under the tree. Right. So, but but the way that they would get us, to, <laughs> the way that they would get us to close our eyes, I had an aunt who would say. <laughs> Uh, that Santa would put pepper in your eyes. If, if, you, if you open your eyes, Santa's gonna put pepper in your eyes. I've heard that. I've heard that. Fri- what You've is heard that? that too? I've heard what that. What is that? And then and I've then they would do stuff like where they would like run uh, run through the hallways, making all kinds of noise, like the reindeer are in the house and stuff like that. <laughs> And it, the reindeer in the house. It was terrifying. It scared me so much. Ter- I remember. I remember physically shaking that in is bed. Scary. That was terrible. <laughs> Being afraid of Santa Claus. The reindeer in the house. That is terrifying. Yeah, uh, so so yeah. So I was afraid of Santa Claus putting pepper in my eyes and and. Yeah. I, I I don't think I ever truly <laughs> believed in Santa Claus 
And again, if I said this before, so what? <laughs> <laughs> it was 600 hours ago. <laughs> I, but I do remember like one night being like, I'm gonna prove that Santa Claus isn't real. I'm gonna stay up this whole night. And then I and I went and and I, I, I sat on the couch, you know, the Christmas tree is there, and I was like, I was watching TV and I was like, whew. And I remember it was like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like looking outside and I was like, I'm gonna stay up this whole <laughs> <laughs> night. And then I like blinked and then it was six AM and the <laughs> all the presents were under the tree. <laughs> all the presents were on the tree and I was so mad I was so mad but I still went to school I blinked I still <laughs> I still went to school and I was like I was like I stayed up all night and people were like you didn't stay up all night I was like I stayed up all night and then my friend was like well Santa Claus didn't come to your house because if you don't believe in him, Santa Claus doesn't come to your house. And I was like, well, I was looking outside and I didn't see him go to anybody else's house either. He was like, yeah, you messed up everything for your whole block. <laughs> <laughs> and I was you like, nah. Did. Also, I just looked at this story was, it was 2 a.m. I blinked. <laughs> That's what it felt now, like. Now I went to sleep. No, I blinked. It felt like I blinked. I blinked. <laughs> the presents with All the presents were under the tree. I, literally all the presents were under the tree. And I was like, how? Hey, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't stir? Hey, I didn't, there wasn't even a stirring? Hey, yo. Maybe Not a creature Bray, was stirring. Yo, maybe Bray like a little asshole. He was up there on the couch. <laughs> Arms crossed. I know. I'm gonna prove he doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> I know. My parents had to be all mad. They had to creep on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just like creeping. Puts them but also, it makes that funny. Is I could just imagine, like, one of your parents just looking at you, like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> now, now, now what? what? Now what? Now who's real? <laughs> <laughs> who's real now? <laughs> Sip, sipping some coffee somewhere. <laughs> yeah. The nigga wake up, see the presents. <laughs> Shit his ass. <laughs> What was your Christmas like? Yo, I don't know. Man. Like, I believe in Santa for a while, but I feel like I knew kind of early on my presents, my presents were coming from my mom. You're crying. Yeah, because I'm just imagining, like, Braylock. For some reason, I just imagine Braylock, like, cross-armed on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like slowly looking out the window and just feeling proud of himself. Like, yeah, one hour day. <laughs> That, that is how I Yo, oh my God. Sorry. All <laughs> That's right. exactly what happened. It just, like, I've never seen your child house. I just imagine it now. You know what I mean? Like, I like there's a scene. I know what color the walls are. Like, I imagine that there's a way that your dad could, like, look at you from the kitchen, and he's just smiling. Just look at me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I don't know, man. Christmas is weird. Because I knew very early on presents came from my mom, so I just stopped, like, asking for things. Right. Uh, uh, but I will say this. I did like how, and I guess the same thing as now. Like, I like how happy people got. Yeah, mm-hmm. like people just get happy, and then of course, people, some of my friends who would be struggling still, like, which sucks, would still be kind of happy, even though they knew. Like, I had a friend. There was one year I didn't get anything for Christmas. Like, not one goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had another friend who didn't get anything for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, we was cool because the joke became. How we didn't get none for Christmas, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it was like that was just the thing we talked about, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I remember talking to him on the phone on Christmas Day, and we called our other friend Audrey, and like, and that was that was the joke. Like, she had a ton of shit, and we just made jokes of like, man, whatever. Oh, oh, I remember that's when Thong Song, or maybe it was the year after Thong Song came out, and I was like, Psh, I got this, I got got a Cisco CD. <laughs> 
I remember like playing Thong Song nonstop on Christmas, being like, yeah, this is all you need. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and watching, and I know what I do every year. I always watch uh, uh, the Grinch cartoon mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. In the morning, watch the Jim Carrey one, and also watch the Santa Claus with Tim. Oh, Oh, mm-hmm. those are your Christmas go-tos? Those are my Christmas go-tos. I just started liking A Christmas Story. I know everyone loves it. Yeah. I just started I liking it. I stay on A Christmas my, Story. Yeah, you got A Christmas Story. I got Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. F- fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Elf. Okay. I've never seen Elf. Yeah, me neither. Oh, my God. You got to go. Seen, see. Oh, it's so funny. I've, I've seen like a scene or two mm-hmm. from it. But same, same. And then, of course, Black Nativity. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Your transition is just. You just actually said the name of the movie in a list of movies? Is that, is that how we're doing this? Is that a transition? I got Christmas no, Carol. Are you going to do it again? No. There's no need to say it again. Elf. Which y'all should definitely see. <laughs> Black Nativity. I thought you were going to say, like, First, I didn't know when I slept it's, on. No, no, I'm not acknowledging this bullshit. <laughs> but it's not a. It's not a transition. I'm so confused now because. Or is it the perfect transition? <laughs> Let's start the show. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Always. Always. Is that the song? That yeah, I was hoping y'all were going <laughs> to. I don't know, know that it. one. I thought you were going to do silent. I thought going to do a Christmas song. Or, 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 yeah, or the they, song they, they, they say, like, they're like, be grateful. <laughs> right, yes, grateful. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. And the reason I remember that is because I, there was a part of me that was listening to it. I was like, yeah, this is a cool gospel jam. And there was another part of me that was like, yo, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you instantly got mad at this whole, hey, man, grateful. shut up. But that was, that was their lesson, right? Grateful. Yeah, but that also, was their lesson. Yeah, one of them. But also, I actually like the oh. music in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they were dope gospel tracks. But also, I realized Rafael Sadiq did the soundtrack. And I'm like, mm. oh, well, yeah, that's why it doesn't yeah. suck. Well, before we get ahead of ourselves, True. my name is Jonathan Braylock. Why are you so goddamn? What's wrong with you? He got <laughs> a new, he got a new, he got a new pants and shit. He a new man out here. He just undid his shirt. Uh, I am Gerard Milligan, and my name is James the Third. That wasn't bad, but there's something you do with your voice sometimes, yeah. and it makes my ears like <laughs> what? It's just you know what I'm talking about. Welcome to the Quiet Storm. It's that part. It's that part. At the end, it makes my ears like. Uh, for those of you who are still listening, <laughs> it makes for the first everyone time, everyone has stopped. Uh, this is a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. That's we, right. We talk about in the, um, in the context of race uh-huh. and diversity. That's right. In Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay. And today we are reviewing the film Black Nativity. Wait, what, what was that? It's called Black Nativity. Yes, it is. Apparently. It is based, and I say apparently because I don't really know anything about it, but it is based on a Langston Hughes Wait, play. Are, are you saying apparently? Musical. Are you saying apparently so no one's going to take that statement as fact? <laughs> no, he's no. I'm I, saying I don't know how much of it is really based on this play. Maybe uh, a lot of it. Maybe I, none of it. I imagine none of it. Just based off of, I, I have not seen Black and TV either, right. but I imagine like. You don't it's, think Tyrese is in the. I, first of all, there's there. no Tyrese. He's not That's in the original. He's <laughs> like, why is there no Tyrese? That's a problem. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I, it, 
it is based on a Langston Hughes <laughs> play. No, I know you're right. It is it, it, based on black, yeah, black and yeah. Uh, it stars uh, Jacob Lattimore. Oh yeah. Uh, it stars. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why Mary J. Blige because she's she she has a presence in this movie. She, she's in it. She's in it. Of course, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Nas, yes. Angela Bassett's in it. Yep. Nas is in it. Um, Tyrese. Tyrese before, is in uh, it. The aforementioned. And we can't forget Oscar winning. She won an Jennifer Oscar. Jennifer Hudson. Right? She yeah. won an Oscar right? for yeah. best supporting yeah, actress. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer yeah. Hudson. Look at that. There career. were a few. It was like Jennifer uh, uh, Academy Award winning Jennifer Hudson, Academy Award winning Forrest Whitaker, Academy Award nominee Angela Bassett. That's some bullshit. Angela mm-hmm. should have won. Can you believe that? She only a they, nominee. They, this, the Academy. How many movies is she? Man, I'm sorry. Anyway, bad. whatever. Um, so this film. Did not make a lot it. It came of money. out in 2013. Now it only cost 17.5 million dollars to make. How, How much it make? How much it make, John? Uh, it made 7.4 million dollars. It didn't oh, do well. It didn't. It didn't. Dang! It didn't beat yeah. their budget. It's, it's what it's what everyone in the industry calls a bomb. Yeah, this is definitely a bomb. Well, it's tricky because all right, this is my thing, and I, I'm asking this question mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it comes to black holiday films. Yes. The, I know all holiday movies have the same vibe, but do they all feel the same a little bit? Like, like I understand this is a musical, mm-hmm. yeah. But this Christmas and uh, we reviewed something last year, and I was like, I thought that shit was the same movie. Yeah, I, I the, mean, the they, one with Rami, Rami Mountain, Rami. Uh, uh, almost, Christmas. almost Christmas. Like they all like revolve around is, a dinner. It does have very similar names and yeah. like heavily, heavily church heavy. I, I didn't even know that this movie was made one but then i think had i known that it was being made i i probably wouldn't have seen it black black nativity the play is done every every christmas all like every I was in one you were in a black nativity i was joseph <laughs> <laughs> i was joseph wow. i was joseph yeah i was joseph. now just so i am aware black nativity the play is that just the nativity story, but with black actors, or is there like, like this film, a modern day story? No, I don't a, think of a so. Boy, right? it, it it is struggling I with feel his like it was mom. Tricky. It wasn't like to me. It's like it wasn't with that. The it reverend. was the black. It was it was a musical mm-hmm. that had like Afro, um, Afro. What do you call it? Music, uh, like Afro inspired music, but it was like just n- nativity, right? Um, and and if someone knows, please. Uh, tweet at us. Yeah, you, I mean, you know according to sure. Wikipedia, it, it's a it has traditional Christmas carols that are sung in gospel style with a few songs created specifically for the show. It, it was written. It, it was first performed in 1961. Stomp. Yeah. What did you just <laughs> Everybody say? Everybody now, stomp. <laughs> are you doing Kirk Franklin? That's the right? gospel song I know. That's right. I said it Is was performed it? in 1961, and then you start singing <laughs> the 1990s <laughs> song "Stomp" uh, by Kirk Franklin say, stomp. and God's Property. <laughs> My Man. brother. Okay, all stomp. of those Sorry. songs were fire. The whole stomp. Do you want a revolution? <laughs> so do you want a revolution? <laughs> oh man! It says the show began. <laughs> I mean, listen. If you want, I can start breaking down some Kirk Franklin. Can we do here. that for the next ninety minutes? <laughs> GP, are you with me? Oh, oh yeah, we at the church. We ain't going nowhere. GP, are you with me? Oh yeah, we at the church. We ain't going nowhere. Uh. <laughs> Don't 
doesn't doesn't he do y'all 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 in that like that's does what, yeah. what does he? listen man that is who I is that the, who originally did that that's Buster yeah Buster but then he no, does that in I think this. he does I think he does and <laughs> oh man dude I had I bought Kirk Franklin albums oh yeah I oh my them. goodness Hit, uh, Kirk Franklin and the New New Nation <laughs> some people, yo there are certain guys the New people, New Nation the New New Nation <laughs> N U N U he had a song with uh I think he. He definitely, uh, it was like, I think it was like Mary J. Blige and like R. Kelly. I just remember R. Kelly was on a soundtrack and this was like after, the, he had R. Kelly on a gospel soundtrack after R. Kelly was accused of being <laughs> No way. Yeah, I'm not kidding. That this could was, not have happened. Yes, 100% it happened. It <laughs> oh, was no. after. And I was like, and I remember at the time going, yeah, forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Forgiveness. forgiveness. Little did we know that R. Kelly would still, 20-something years later, be yes. doing the same. So the the Langston Hughes play <laughs> is yeah, riddled yeah, with yeah. Kirk Franklin uh, songs, is what we're trying to say. Uh, so no, it's not. Okay, me clap in my head. Let me stop. But wait, you no. were in Black Nativity. So you were in yeah. this? Were you in this? Were you in I mean, the it, Langston Hughes Black Nativity? It, it was called Black Nativity. Right. Then so, that was, you don't know. It was but called Black know. Nativity, and that's it. Then you yeah, did and, and, and did it they sing just, Go Tell It on the Mountain? And, they did. They did. Oh, yeah. so maybe it was. Yeah, they did. Okay. They did. And it was legit. Because like, it is still, it's still, it's apparently it's like the birth of Jesus. You got yeah, Mary. Yeah. You got, you got the, the three, I think you got the three wise men. Right? Yeah, you, you have the three yeah. wise men in there. Yeah, so it is, it does seem like it is like mostly yeah. the black nativity. I mean, yeah. like the nativity story. I right. dug it. With a couple of like, you know, some gospel songs in there. Right. My Joseph, just so y'all want to know a little bit of performance uh, stuff. Uh, my little, my Joseph. <laughs> You're my just jo- coming on with some real <laughs> swagger about <laughs> your performance as Joseph. <laughs> the <laughs> least interesting character in the nativity. Oh, the best. I'm going to tell you what's so funny about that is that young me was like, yeah, nobody care about Joseph. So I got some Bruce. <laughs> I gotta spruce up this yes. performance. Yeah, I gotta spruce up. You gotta so, spruce up. You, improvi- you were improvising lines and stuff. Spru- What'd you I do? Made, I made Joseph. I made. Joseph. I was like, Joseph needs to be cool because Joseph works with his hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a carpenter. He is a carpenter. So I made sure I had all my tools visible, and I put him on put my on belt. A tool belt. I put it on my belt. I put him on my belt, and I was like, but, 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 because Joseph. <laughs> That's but because actually... Joseph, Joseph had to protect, yeah, like I'm gonna give him a little something on the on the hip that people can see. Because like Joseph just saying, what did you have on the like, hip? I had to like the one of the what is it one of the old carpentry hammers that have like a pointed tip. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. Joseph, ready in case somebody. And <laughs> <laughs> my Joseph had to do right. Yo, Why? In case, he <laughs> in case any Romans roll up on me, <laughs> man. He had to do right. I'm ready. I'm ready for the centurion, baby. <laughs> Uh, I was ready. Uh, yeah, that, yo, oh my, my new rap Black Nativity. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joseph ain't gonna have um, no weak waves. Okay. Uh, we need to talk about this film. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you're right. So we've said, you know, it has a <laughs> 20 minutes. So this movie, so this movie, uh, which I'm guessing most of our our listening audience probably hasn't seen, and this is maybe a mo- one of those movies where um it tanks our ratings. No. <laughs> this <is> maybe- <laughs> The, Not nativity, baby. This is maybe one of those movies where people listen and they're like, "I'm gonna just listen to this podcast." I mean, the cast, the the so, cast of this movie is it's surprising it's a, to me that it didn't make. It's a very it's a it's a it's a power cast. Yeah, you know, because even Jacob Lattimore. Well, I guess he. I don't know what he had done at the time. Probably but. just those those 
children's those book movies. What did which one did he do? He was in the first one of the Maze Runner or something like that. Was oh, he in the he Maze was? Runner? But no, those there had to be. Uh, no, the, those were after. That was at the twenty. That was twenty fourteen. Uh, maybe he wasn't in even. Um, okay, because I know him from Collateral. Right, but he was in something else before that. He was in the Maze Runner, but that was twenty fourteen. Oh, then that was. After. Um, he was a Disney person. So yeah, and I mean the the dude could sing. Oh, that boy, that boy, that boy good. I mean, that boy good. he was getting down. Okay. That boy good. Um, anyway, so for those who haven't seen it, um, uh, we'll, we are going to probably just do spoilers, but it is one of those movies where it's you not, can. you're not, you, you kind of predicted anyway, yeah. so you, you can listen in and then maybe see this it. This was his second like. movie. Um, this was his second movie. Second movie. Uh, and we have essentially a story of this kid, Jacob Lattimore. His mother, Jennifer Hudson, um, they're being evicted. Because of that, Jennifer Hudson sends him away to his grandparents, who he doesn't know. They're estranged because she doesn't talk. You know, Jennifer Hudson, his mom, doesn't talk to her her parents anymore. So he doesn't know them. He's frustrated about it. They live in New York City, um, even though he's from Baltimore. So he has to go to New York by himself, go to his grandparents. Um, doesn't like it. He's also trying to, like, Get some money to help his mom because she's going to be evicted. Yeah, they need five thousand dollars. They need five thousand uh, dollars. Doesn't know his dad. Uh, there's like a bad guy from the wrong side of the tracks, Tyrese, who keeps hanging around him. Yep. yep. And you know, and then uh, and the and the grandfather, Forrest Whitaker, is uh, reverend, and so he invites him to church. Actually, he like kind of tells him he has to go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes to church and he watches a. The Black Nativity Story. Yep, yep. Which he kind of like falls asleep and dreams about as well. There's a lot of songs. They were the prettiest homeless people ever in this movie. Right. Like Luke James and that actress. Yeah. What's her oh, name? Oh, yeah, they were very pretty. I was like, man, they ain't gonna put no dirt on his face at least. Yeah, like, 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 Every listen, now and then he looked... He oh, looked, did he? No, there were, there was design every things now and that then. frustrated me. So, yeah, anyway, that's the that's the story. <laughs> uh, it's a musical. Uh, there are a lot of there's a lot of songs. Uh, do I need to say anything else? Has 51 no, percent no, no. rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, Both it's, audience and critic scores. But it's, 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 equal. it's 50. 51 percent. Hmm. So um, you say it's about Christmas. I think people know that it's, <laughs> <you think it's laughs> about Christmas. <laughs> they know, anything else? Is it about you say it's about Christmas? <laughs> do they know it's about Christmas? You make sure they. <sighs> All right. Initial thoughts. You still ain't even say it. All I know. Right. They don't know it's about Christmas. All right. Hey, y'all, this movie you, about Christmas. <laughs> You do, you want me, do you want me to start? Yeah, you want to go first? I, I'll start because I feel like I don't start a lot. Okay. Yeah, you want to go I first. I usually end. I'm going to pull some of the wine. All right. So okay. here, okay. So, man, this movie brought up a lot of feelings in me. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, you know, I come from a very uh, conservative Christian background. Mm-hmm. I didn't always used to say that it was conservative Christian because kind of, I, I think in a lot, maybe, I don't know. In my experience, the church that I grew up in, we judged other Christians. I think that's true. Yeah, a lot I think of that's Christians. true across. That's the board. true across. I think the board. Christians the they judge other Christians. We yeah, like we board, like yeah. go in our church. We're like we doing we're it right Christian. over here, <laughs> and like they say they're Christians. We doing it right, and like that's cool. But I don't know if they're really Christian like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so like people mm-hmm, are like, "Are you mm-hmm. Christian?" I'm like, yeah, but I'm like a real Christian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, so you had that, and uh, and the and the church I went to was very. Um, a very mixed church. It was both 
it was black, white, actually a lot of different nationalities. Mm -hmm. It it was because it was in New York City. Um, So they always actually used to say there's 103 nationalities that go to this church. that's already kind of which is that's old. already kind of saying like we better than every other church because we got right, 103 of course, of we got 100 no, the other true. niggas got 20 yeah so so the the interesting thing about it was that the the all all the pastors uh were white they eventually got black pastors but growing up in the beginning all the pastors were white mm. and then all like the music leaders were were black mm. so we had, they knew what was up <laughs> so we had <laughs> so we had like gospel you know so it's like i i i I always like understand a little bit about like because we sang gospel, so like all of that was there, and you had the you had people in church, you had a lot of black people in the church, but it wasn't the it wasn't as showy, Ooh, boy. as in, some in the, as some the, Baptist black Baptist yeah, churches can yeah, be, yeah. Ooh, which I've gone and I've and I've you know my dad is black, so you know when we go back. Anyway, this is I'm going to tell my whole life story. Can you please tell can, more, please tell, tell more, the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> but the more. reason I'm saying all of this is because it, I. All of this, all these feelings were brought up. Also, they're in Harlem, and I was born in Harlem, and so like mm-hmm. there was a, there was some of that too. And I was just like, oh man, like <laughs> just so y'all out there listening know, um, if you're not from New York, Harlem is better than Chelsea. So that means he was extra better than everybody else because he was a motherfucking Harlem. There's you know so much, there's so much judgment that's been happening. <laughs> <laughs> just already comparing. Who am so I many. judging? No, just just we're just making all these comparisons yeah. already. But it's not gonna stop. I'm gonna do so. Anyway, now let me actually talk about the movie. I say all that to say I don't know if I like like this movie, but there were but it was worth watching. Yeah. Okay. At first, when I first started watching this, because it's a musical, I wasn't ready for it to be a musical. Yeah. I wasn't ready to watch it because mm-hmm. I feel like when you when you go into a musical movie, you have to like focus because you have to listen because the lyrics are telling the story. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, like I'm not ready for the story to be told by like a song, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I like had to stop it, and then I rewatched, and then I like watched it again. I like went back and like actually watched it again, and uh. And I did like the songs for the most mm-hmm. part. I thought the singing was great. Singing was great. I thought like everybody was a great singer. I thought Nas, uh, like I thought his his poetry, his lyrics, like they were great. Um, uh, I actually thought the acting across the board was pretty freaking good. Yeah, mm-hmm. same there here. Was same that, here. Like because the thing is, the story can at times feel cheesy, but nobody was acting cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So. No offense, but it definitely didn't feel like a Tyler Perry movie. No, 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 you know no. All I mean? the offense. This is way better than the Tyler Perry movie. Was yes. it a Tyler Perry movie? No. Oh, I'm no. about to say that it motherfucker had me and food. directed by Tyler Perry. <laughs> I feel like Tyler what? <laughs> no. Um, now, now that said, uh, there were. I, I do think this. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. I yeah. guess I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, I. But there are things in it that I want to talk about that felt problematic to me. But I don't think the film necessarily was trying to say one thing or the other. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think it did a pretty good job. I thought Jacob Latimer was like really awesome. Yeah. Um, I, it wasn't a movie that I was like, you have to see this movie. But especially if you are somebody who grew up in a kind of religious household, mm. I think it's like a really good jumping off point for like some really awesome discussions mm. that's yeah. all i'll say huh. James, that's my initial thoughts i can go um yeah i will just just i can i have to start here which is 
I don't know if I liked the movie either, but I'm leaning towards not liking the movie. <laughs> um, Fair. Uh, yeah. The whole time, but because I hadn't seen, because I hadn't seen um, the stage version, I kept thinking about that, and then I and like I started the whole when we first started. When when we decided to do this movie, I originally said that I didn't want to watch it because I'm racist, and I I'm I've want to talk about it on the podcast because it's true. I I deliberately didn't go see Black Nativity because growing up, and I I still am. I, I was I'm very against like the black version of of something. Mm-hmm. I'm just I you know, and you guys know this because I do it in bits and stuff all the time. Like I'm just sort of I'm just sort of like I hate like oh this is this is the black version of something, you know? So the whole time I was like in my head about that for the first like 10, 20 minutes of the, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Then when I realized like, no, this is like a new, this is an original story. Yeah, it really. It was then that, then that went away, you know? Yeah. Um, I really liked, uh, I really liked the way that the songs were presented. I thought that was like really nice, especially the first song. I, I mean, you told me it was a musical going into mm-hmm. it. So I, I was prepared for that. But like they did a thing where it was like they're singing, but it's not like typical musical fashion of like this is it feels like it's breaking away from reality. It's like it's almost happening concurrently with reality in in a way that was I thought that was really nice. And I thought that they did a pretty good job of maintaining that throughout. Right. Um, Which is what some I mean, that's what like um, not all musicals, but some musicals do. Yeah, 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 and I and I think that this film does a great job of that. I did find myself um, wondering why there were so many big people in these really small parts that yeah, were like yeah. popping up throughout. I was like, "What's going on?" But then, you know, uh, they found a nice way to to weave everybody together, and I found myself somewhat moved by the ending, but also a little bit perturbed by it. Like, wow, this is I feel I feel a little uneasy. Um, religious stuff was coming up for me too. Like I'm, I'm not religious anymore. Grew up very religious. Um, and like, you know, so I found, I found the, him going to church once and then immediately being like this, having a complete change of heart and figuring out how to bring his family together. I was Mm. like a little bit like, I feel, I feel weird about that Mm. as someone who, Str- who str- who struggles with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. uh you know so 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 um i really liked a whole lot of this movie i really enjoyed the acting of this movie but felt weird about something mm-hmm. uh i loved it all right <laughs> i loved it but also i hate this movie uh, <laughs> okay. it is it is i so you know do I, uh, so i grew up extremely religious like my my family's it's so funny. I think conservative Christian is probably the best way to say it. I've let me stop someone listening to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I used to call them asshole Christians uh, <laughs> no. because they would just like look down on like they right. they they would look down on people like straight up. Like you would go to church like if that lady had on a hat that didn't match her outfit. No, she did. Like they were like right. you know very judgmental. A hundred percent. Like right. I my some of my family. I I in my soul no voted for Donald Trump. Based on Christianity alone, like I, my soul, no, like I know it. Right, right. Um, like yeah, we got pastors and deaconess, and I went to a Catholic church my whole life and grew up in the choir and stuff. So it's like, I, so I have like a very like. <laughs> it, honestly, I don't know if anything bothers me more than 
than Christians voting for Donald Trump. But I, but I, 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 I am with you because I, the same, I, I, I know and, that so many Christians voted for Donald Trump. So many, and it, and it, so many Christians, so many people oh. of color, like so and many like, people of color did it solely because oh of oh my god, um, religion. And I'm like, oh, but and, it, and it's not even. It, I can't. Okay, no, sorry, no, 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 no. no, no but but, but it's, it's a thing because I've gotten into that argument. I've gotten that argument. religion is because two issues. Anyway, continue. No, but it's a thing. So like to me, it was like it was a very hard watch because because watching this story, I think I related to in a way where it's like you know I didn't grow up in Baltimore, I grew up in DC. My mom was single for a good portion of the time. Like my mom, yes, we got pastors and everyone else is super Christian. My mom is. A Christian, you know what I mean? But, like, she is not like everyone else. Like, her house, like, it was us. We didn't have a lot of money. And, like, so she was, like, she was going, you know, doing some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I really understood, like, Jacob Lattimore's situation where, like, he wasn't a bad kid. Like, at first, like, he gave a white dude his wallet back, but right. he still got in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I understood that. Uh, I did think the performances were really well. And I, I actually really liked the music a lot. Um, it's just that I think for me it was hard to watch it because of just an internal battle of just religion. And then also my I kept questioning in my head, like, have we as African Americans and I don't even know if it's bad. I I don't I don't I don't know, but I was like, man, it feels like every Christmas movie is either one of two things, or maybe both. Either super religious, where it's about a church, you know, fighting mm-hmm. temptations, like this movie, or it's about like the dinner. Preacher's wife. Yeah, preacher's wife, or it's about the dinner. Like, this mm-hmm. Christmas, almost Christmas, and it's all, like, the kids coming home in a household. But then I'm like, is that bad? Like, am I just noticing it because I'm black? Do, like, white Christmas movies do the same? I don't know. I just watched the right. Christmas Switch or some I shit. I mean, right. to be fair, Christmas is a religious holiday. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is and it isn't. Like, it's become secularized, but it technically is a religious holiday. And... It's also time for family to come together. So it makes sense that movies about the holidays or Christmas, you know, become about. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's like Die a- Hard is also a Christmas movie. Like, right. That's different. Well, so then you have <laughs> so then you have the movies that are just like set during yeah. Christmas that people can consider Christmas movies because right. it's like it's holiday festivities are like. Yeah. The, the the backdrop of it, like Harry Potter. People watch Harry Potter on Christmas because uh, there's always a Christmas, Christmas scene in most of them, right? Sure. Right, and one, like though. the they like came out during Christmas right. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Um, yeah, but for the most part, I like this movie. Yeah. I thought, like, I agree with John. I think the performance is honestly. I think everyone, uh, you know what it is, and I, uh, and please, someone please call me out if this is sexist. Mm-hmm. I was so distracted by Angela Bassett every scene. I was like, yo, this woman can't be a. I know she is of grandma age, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just, I could not, my mind, every time she showed up, I was like, this woman's too beautiful. Like, this is, she, like, she can't, she can't be a grandma. She's too, like, this woman is too goddamn gorgeous to be this yeah. 18 year old kid's grandma. You know, I was going, I was uh, looking at Forrest Whitaker and Angela Bassett going, wow, they're playing grandmas now. And I just felt weird. I felt weird about it too, but I think it's just because we also, Grew up with yeah, them because they're definitely <laughs> they're definitely of age of, that, <laughs> of the age, and yeah. so we just don't see them as because like if you have your kids when you're like in your early twenties, yeah, and then yeah. they have their kids when they're early early twenties, you only need to be like fifty to be a grandparent. Yeah, you know. I also thought like I also thought um, older Ty- Tyrese did. I was like, oh man, oh man, this, this is the first time I ever like. Yeah, I I guess I I, I got the story. So I was on board with the story. 
Um, yeah. The scene James was talking about when he like instantly converts at the end, I was like, that I thought was a little bit forced, but also it's a Christmas movie. Right. So that's what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? I just wanted him to go to church one right, more time. So the beginning was. <laughs> well, the thing is, he scene. doesn't like. Okay, well, to be fair, it's not like he's like I'm a Christian. He doesn't. He doesn't mean go. He doesn't go like I'm a Christian now. Right. I give my heart and soul to Jesus Christ. Right. Like I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm gonna be going no, yeah. to this church. We'll, when we get to that scene, yeah, we'll I'll talk, talk, about about it. talk about. I hear it. what like, you're saying though. I, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, it's a very simple movie. The, the movie starts. It, it's Jacob Lattimore like singing about just being poor. <laughs> I loved it. Legit. <laughs> wait, I loved wait. Legit. I loved the sequence. It was yo, fantastic. He's doing a, it's like Tiny Tim having a song. It's like, yo, bro. Come on, man. No, no, here's the thing about it, I will say, is that this song in the opening song, it made me be like it made me think I'm gonna hate this movie. <laughs> I really did. I thought yo. I was gonna hate this movie because I thought this movie was just gonna be again like another like uh, living in the hood is hard. Again, I, under, I and I don't mean to trivialize people well, who are struggling. Living in the hood is hard. It is. The let's let's is acknowledge hard. that. I'm not trying to trivialize it, but there's there's just this trope of like all black movies have to be, you know, it's hard to grow up in the hood, and then you have somebody gonna help like whisk them away. Like right. I just thought that's what it was gonna be, and I was like, I don't want this. I don't want this movie to be that. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think it was. I think if anything, they really were just trying to set up. Him as a person, just uh, a yeah, family yeah. who th- they don't have that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't have that much, and yeah. and and then and there's going to be a family that and does. It, and they did it by singing a song about being. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, that song was so wild to me because I'm like, <laughs> my man is running around the streets of Baltimore. Yeah. And he looks so sad while singing this song, and I'm like, yeah, I ain't got to do this. <laughs> but but he's trying it, to have fun. Isn't there a message? I can't even remember the lyrics, I, and I literally just watched this. But right before I came here, but isn't it? There's some hope in it, though, right? Like, isn't there some? He's like kind of like hopeful for. It was, and yeah. on a hopeful note, and I thought, and again, like it. There was one part, and I think maybe I was projecting my own life on this. I was like, man, mm-hmm. when he first gets to his house and uh, him and his mom, and she's she tells him about the eviction notice, and he instantly gets mad at her. Yeah. I was waiting for a scene or the moment when he was like, damn, I'm sorry. Which they got to. Yeah. Which which I'm happy because I think there were little moments in this that like, I mean, there are a couple moments we were going to get to that are just too TV or too movie-esque. Right. Yeah. The first song is called Coldest Town. Baltimore Cold? Man. Oh, yeah. That, that was nice. I liked this whole. Baltimore I Cold, liked that man. whole sequence. And then right. this. It's like, this... I don't know where I'm going. You know, I got to get this paper by any means necessary. Okay, the yeah. hopeful is just his his um drive or his uh determination. Right. It's not necessarily hopeful. It's like, it's like he knows he he's, can get it. He, yeah, yeah. He's basically like like I I'm a I'm a keep going. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a strive. Yeah. You know, I I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Yeah, and to I to make sure I don't go down. I liked yeah. in this next scene when he was like I liked that he got angry and was like, I want to help you. But I didn't think, even though we had just come out of that song, I didn't think that we had seen anything to know that he, <laughs> you know could what I mean? I didn't think that anything could happen. Yeah. Like to know that he could, I mean, I guess the assumption is where this ends up going, which is like all he, he's going to do it by any means necessary. So, right. And it, I mean, this was also a tricky scene again, because we just get introduced to these characters it's all in song, so we like yeah. don't really know anything about like anything. And she's he's like getting mad at his mom for being evicted, which, which I think 
in the scope of the movie makes sense when you look back on it. Right. But at the time, it feels a little bit jarring because you just you're like, well, we don't know. Like, what did she do? You know, yeah. like how exactly. could she have? Her? I was ready to get a belt, hop in that scene, whoop his little ass. Yeah. You know? I was like, and man. like Jennifer Hudson was like Sorry. simultaneously was like def- playing like defeated and defensive. Yeah. You know, so there was a way that she was playing it that made it seem like he actually had a point. You know what I mean? Right. Because. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that was happening for me during this scene, and this was a design th- thing that I was having an issue with, and I, I have a problem with the opposite end of this too, which is like anytime there's like a black play on Broadway or whatever, the set is like <laughs> the most artful but run down thing you have ever seen. Like mm. it's like it's mm. like a picturesque uh grit, you know? And so she's like getting evicted and she's in this really nice the house is like nice. The house looks I, nice. I noticed that. The house is just house nice. They had a big screen TV. And then yeah. and and I was having the the push and pull of like, yeah, you can get evicted from a nice house. Well absolutely <laughs> and though. also like why absolutely. isn't it the And actually the gr- I would I actually I would say like most people do get evicted like that, nice when house. they get evicted, they get evicted because, like, right, they, because they just, they, their money just ran out. Right. But they right. bought all the things. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. it, it was such a, and I was like mad at these predominantly white set designers that I've been looking at, you know, mm. <laughs> like show, like, just the, the like fancy rundown house. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I was happy she had a nice house. It was just a thing of like, it was just an interesting thing because I, when I was like, oh man, we about to lose. Jennifer Hudson for this whole movie. Yeah. Oh right, and you thought she was. I up. was like, I was like, is she about to be gone? This is the singer. Yeah. This is why. She, this is why we got her in the movie. Did you like her song? I. This is my thing. I. I really did, <laughs> but, but, but I, I'm weird when it comes to musicals mm-hmm. because when someone, if something dramatic happens, like sad. Like if, if James was like, oh man, I gotta quit the podcast and then burst out in the song right now, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to take it serious because I'm like, yeah. why are you singing? Like I, like yeah. every time something dramatic happens and there's a musical, it's hard for me because it's just like, well, why are you singing this song? Huh? Like yeah. it makes it silly. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash 
DOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by the new Disney Plus original series, American Born Chinese. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American Born Chinese tells the story of an average teenager that becomes entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. This star-studded cast includes Academy Award winners Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hoi Kwan, plus Daniel Wu, Jim Liu, and Ben Wang. American Born Chinese, premiering May 24, exclusively on Disney Plus. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents. Go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to sixty percent off select hotels to Costa Rica or five star hotels for two star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline. dot com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we have a sponsor today, everybody. Oh yeah, I'm excited about this one. Okay, we are sponsored by Everlane. Oh yeah, listen. Okay, brother, I'm listening to you. They're closed. Yeah, and this I'm not even BSing you on this. Okay, one. I got a shirt that is so freaking warm, dude. Ooh, it is so warm. Yeah, and I got the hoodie, 100% human, or 100 was it? Well, yeah, 100%, yeah, 100% human. Yeah, brother, so warm. Listen. Everlane's clothes are bomb. Okay, we got some. Um, now here's the thing about Everlane: you don't overpay for mm. the quality clothes. Nope. Nope. Okay, they make premium essentials. They use the finest materials, and they don't have those markups. All right, mm. and they are radically transparent about every step of their process, from materials they use to the ethical factories they work with. Okay, because here's the thing: you don't get clothes. Made from sweatshops with Everlane. Nope. That's the reality. Mm-mm. That's what you need to know. Mm-mm. Okay, because let's be real. You go to some clothing stores. You don't know where it's coming from. And you you feel a little bad about what you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's coming from. And they still in style, too. <laughs> this is my thing, fellas. Mm-hmm. At Everlane, you can get you a cashmere sweater, a crew one. This is my thing. I've never had a cashmere sweater because they were so expensive. But this one was affordable. Again, like I've rocked the T-shirt. And the sweatshirt, the white one. I'm going to pitch the white one. I think it's fire. Okay. The white, um, I got 100% the dark, human. I got, I got the dark gray one. Oh, I, yeah. It's fire. Yeah. It's fire. Oh, I it's love nice. it. It feels incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got, I mean, look, I actually got one of their jackets, and it's so warm. 
<laughs> so if you live in the north, okay, and it's actual winter time, like get one of their jackets, okay? You need a new winter jacket, uh, go get it. It looks stylish. It's very warm. It feels good on your body. They got um they got some skinny jeans. Let me tell you, these are true skinny jeans. So, you know, you you going to look good, okay? <laughs> you going to look good in them skinny jeans, okay? Um I got like a t Oh, their t-shirts are nice. Yeah, t-shirts are a good fit. And you know it is, it doesn't feel cheap. And I think that's the key thing. Yeah. I feel like there's a thing now where like Oh, if something's affordable, you don't want to wear it because you don't think it's quality. And then it's going to wear, like, you have the other ones that, like, wear out. Like, you wear them a couple times, and then, like, all of a sudden, good. you're like, what? I, I, I wish I, gotta, yeah, I, I, wish I got some jeans. Because John came in here with some fire jeans. And, like, those are some good jeans. I got some good jeans. I should have got some jeans like that. And, mm-hmm. y'all, which I need to do right now, you can go and check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash Hollywood. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. That's everlane.com slash Hollywood. Three times just to make sure it's good. Everlane.com slash Hollywood. See, y'all can tell we like the clothes because we try to make sure we can keep t- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have to say this. The t- This was directed by a black woman. Do you, do you, did you guys know that? I no, did. I, I did, Googled but that's it. great. Okay, yeah. Yeah. K- Casey Lemons. That's great. Uh, what else she direct? You know? Uh, she has also directed. Let me see. Not that we have to just know. I'm just curious if I've seen anything else she's done. Uh, talk to me. Oh, I like talk oh, to me. I haven't seen uh, it. Eve's Bayou. She directed Eve's Bayou. Eve's Bayou. Is have great. we not done that on the podcast? No, we haven't. Um, uh, and then this movie called The Caveman's Valentine, which Samuel Jackson is in. That sounds crazy. It looks insane. That's awesome. Uh, Eve's Bayou is a wild movie. Yeah, Eve's Bayou is great. Also starring Sam Jackson. Oh, um, and she uh, she's going to be directing some of the, um, or at least that's what it says. Twilight Zone? No, the Madam C.J. Walker like awesome Netflix series. Show? Yeah, that's so that's cool. That's on Netflix, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, she. Well, I loved mm. this song, uh, and I and and I was a little bit in my head. This was another in my head. Uh, moment about like stage versus what we're seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. So like you know how like in a musical they start singing, it's because oh they're they're feeling the most emotion that they you know right. possibly could feel right. So as he's as he's pulling away on the on the bus, you know they push in on her and we get a close up of her and people around her are like trying to see if she's okay, but. There's only one tear coming down her her face. She did so it's like a, but it's a it's a cross between the two, right? Because we're we're it's it was just a weird thing artistically for me. Yeah, because because we're seeing her uh, emote through the song, but then all we see happening is just a tiny tear. And there's this weird dream thing of like, what's happening in real life? Is she bawling uncontrollably? You know, it's it's <laughs> interesting. I know you're. Yeah, for me. Jennifer Hudson's performance in this is interesting. I, I, and I, I, I'm saying interesting because mm. I thought she was the singing was good, and if the character that she was going for was kind of a woman who is just really beaten and broken down and like yeah. kind of lost her spirit yeah. in life, like she really doesn't have a lot of fight to her. Like even when she's fighting, it doesn't it doesn't feel like she's yeah. like fully in it, um, and she's like really just kind of like. Sad. Yeah. That's the point, though, right? And I, I do think that's the point. Mm-hmm. It's hard because there's a part of me that one, 
it's so different from what she does in Dreamgirls that you're like, oh, I want to yeah, see a more yeah. feisty, mm-hmm. right? And then, but and then the other thing is that it's not as um, it's not as captivating on screen. Right. Yeah. No, but but hundred percent, hundred percent. And and maybe it is captivating for some people, but for me, it was just that I I was watching it and I was like, and I was like, I just felt bad for her. Yeah. I think that's the point. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. That's the point. I feel bad for this this woman. I mean, I did like just to skip ahead. Like I, I like the song. I liked. The only thing he's on the bus with Nas. This thing made me mad. The one made me mad was this. So yeah, there's ten minutes of the movie I hated. All right, and it's this ten minutes. Right, it's him getting on that bus with Nas. All right, it's and the most Nas, random part of the movie. and Nas just talking to him. First off, I ride the bus <laughs> Wait, back and forth to also, DC all yeah. the time. Also, I rewound this, and I'm pretty sure this is true. Nas just read his mind. Yes, right. Yes. Oh, is that what straight happened? straight up? Straight so up. Nas just reads his mind oh, because but he's Jacob singing. Lattimore doesn't doesn't Question react it. to it. No, nope. no, because he's like he's like singing, and then he's like talking to himself inside of his head. He's like yeah. not talking aloud. He's like looking inside of his head, like looking out the bus, and he says, "Like I feel like a, you know." He's like talking poetry, like, right. and then he's like, "I feel like a, chi- a motherless child." And then Nas is like, "I too feel like a motherless child." Yeah. No one says anything. And Jacob just looks at him, like, like he's like kind of like annoyed or like. Bruh, do you and I was know? like, yeah. "What the flip? Did he just bruh, read your bruh, mind?" Y'all it? taking the Greyhound buses often? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, yeah. Bro, you don't talk on the bus for real. You don't, but I but it's, I thought it was very so again thinking that this was still the play adaptation. Like uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, this is very theatrical. Like a scene on a bus is it lovely. Was. It's like it's like really nice and a, a magical. I wrote a play where someone a magical person talks to someone on a bus like a magical negro a magical well the, but the other person's also black so they're both black it's not like one of them is magical and the negro and then the other one why your okay, voice yeah, why ma- your voice get okay all... you're right it's a magical negro your voice, yeah, I mean, your voice went magical negro <laughs> yep. it's not magical negro um but yeah but exactly a magical negro speaks on I mean, the bus that, part that was, is cool that part was I, I guess was cool but it was like they, it, like it was so TV and then when he gets to New York in the daytime in white Times Square this is my thing in okay. white Times Square. I was square. mad it no, was Times Square. Out, I was like, out. why was it Times Square? Call me out. No, but this is my thing, Times Square used to be. This, 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 ain't, this ain't old Times Square. This True. ain't when this, is this the, ain't when the Virgin Mega Store was in Times Square. Right. This is the new Times Square with like fucking seats and shit. And, and you can sit mad down. cops. It, like during the daytime, bro. During the day, you gonna have a little black kid just steal your book bag and yeah. like that's shit it. Right. But, but that's like a new, that's like a, a New yeah, Yorker I, thing. I, I totally get it. Yeah. But, this, but this, I'm telling you, 10 minutes, like I can't Like a real get, New Yorker's like, this is not real. Yeah. 10 minutes, I'm just saying, 10 minutes I couldn't get through. Yeah. So that so that happened. And then when he goes into this random ass hotel, right, I, the world is racist. But <laughs> yes. something in me refused to believe that if you left a wallet on a thing and you just turn and say, hey man, your wallet, you about to get arrested. To me, there's so much that happens in between. Right. And again, I know the world's fucked up. I, like, I'm not well, saying it's not. They did set the stage for being like, he comes in and he's like, where's your phone? And they're like, the phone is only for guests. And he kind of gives them a look and they're already suspicious of him. Yeah, I get it because he's black and that's yeah. like, and it sucks. He is black. He is he's black. black. Oh, so you he, see what he was wearing? And he like, <laughs> and he like said it with an attitude. He wasn't black and like apologetic. Bullshit. Yeah. I I was a little taken aback so by I was a little yeah. taken aback by them immediately going to arrest him. But then I was also like, but yeah, I guess I get it too. But also that's just wild. Well, the thing though. that I the thing that to me was ridiculous was the cop goes, "Well, no one's pressing charges," and I'm like, 
then why is he in a jail cell? <laughs> no one's pressing charges? You just locked him up for no reason? Yeah, well, because he they locked him up because he didn't know where he was going or how to get there. Because right? he didn't have ID? Yeah, because he didn't have ID. Are you allowed to just lock someone up if they don't have ID? Of course not. But the only time that I have ever no. been, the only time I have ever been remotely in an altercation with the cop was because I didn't know where I was going or how to get home. Like the only time that where were has, you? Where were you? I was in Jersey. We'll oh, and they were like, were you driving? No, I was walking. And they were like, wait, what happened? Going? What do you mean? What happened? I think I've told this story already on the on the podcast, so I'm not going to repeat listen, it. Listen, no, no man. People, so. listen, uh, so. the, binge, the binge listeners <laughs> had to put up I was with just this walking, story. It was, and it was late at night, too. It was late at night. Um, so but I mean? had just gotten, well, I'm a, I'm a shifty character late at night without a home. Um, <laughs> what? But I was like walking around trying to find street lights and trying to figure out, you know, like I, I knew that I, I got off the bus um, either too early or too late. Got some, it. Something like that. And I was walking to my cousin's house and uh, didn't know how to get there. So I was just walking around trying to figure out. You knew the address. I knew, no, I knew the street. I knew the street. I didn't know the address, but I knew the street. Um, And uh, I mean, the the rest of the story is pretty boring because the cops ended up just taking me there. But they were like, they came well, that's up. Nice. They, yeah, no, it was very nice. They came up uh, out of nowhere, but they came. But they they came up. They drove up onto the sidewalk to Bruh, stop me get, from. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I'm stop. not gonna lie to you. Well, that's <laughs> this story is giving me exactly like my they heart. They drove up onto the. They sidewalk. drove up onto the sidewalk to stop me from. Bruh, from my walking. heart, my heart is like legit. Yeah, and, and, like, and they where all came going? out. They were like, "Where are you going?" And I was like, "I." And I just told them what happened. I got off the bus. I got off the bus early, and I'm trying to get to my to my cut. And they were like, well, "What's the address?" I'm like, I don't know, but I think I have it written somewhere in my in my bag. And then we went through my bag to try to find right, the address. Honestly, this story is terrifying. Like I, like, but, I can't, I but, can't even pretend like but this. But you know, so I think that that they just held him because it was like he didn't know how to get home. Right. You know, whatever. They put that motherfucker in jail. <laughs> they didn't need look, to put him in jail. I know they put him in a cell with. Also felt theatrical, you know. I was like, "Oh, and then Tyrese yeah. is gonna be somebody." Yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it did feel If that would have been the fucking kid from a Christmas story, his little ass would have been sitting in Ralphie the police would've... station. <laughs> yeah. Rafi would have been up there with a fucking hot cup of cocoa, looking sad, playing with the cops and shit. Like, That's oh, so true. Who knew what happened, Dad? There's nothing more true than exactly what you just he, described. I promise. <laughs> I promise that would have been a blonde That's... kid. That dude would have been not in jail. <laughs> no, not in jail. That motherfucker was in jail with adults. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah they, they put him in jail. Grown ass men yeah, in that jail. A, yeah, they put him in adult jail. What the hell is this? Um, so <laughs> Forrest Whitaker takes him out. Forrest Whitaker's. Ca- I mean, listen, man, I love me some Forrest Whitaker. I love it, honestly. Even oh. when he does, Forrest what? Whitaker, every now and then, he's just like, I'm gonna just go over the top. What Forrest, was Forrest di- Whitaker in this movie, I think. What was his dialogue? It's my like? It doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> My my man Forrest Whitaker sometimes gets a script, and I the man must get the script, read it, and go. This is boring. I'm I, do, got I'm, I, I got it. I got this. it. I got, I got this. this. I'm gonna go over the top, and then he comes in and he must act the thing, and the director has to go. Oh, oh, is, oh okay. this is, this, is this what you're gonna do? You're and then he goes, I, yeah. And I, he goes, are you um, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, my man was so fucking articulate and shit in this movie. He was so perfect. That I was like, this is a character choice. And you know what, Forrest Whitaker? Because it's you. I loved it. Cool. <laughs> cool. They called him the Reverend. Did we is, even know his name? This is not. Yeah, he was Cobb something. This must not Clarence be my grandson. Cobb. My grandson would not. My grandson would not be, be in prison. Pick a pocket. <laughs> 
first my grandson would not be a pickpocket. First of all, we even talk about how he's like, who are you? He, he got punked by Tyrese already in this joint. Like, first off, Tyrese coming out the shadows. Yes. Tyrese Yo. coming out the and, shadows. And the other guys are just with I love him Tyrese somehow. Like, it's I like, love Tyrese is great. <laughs> Tyrese was great in this. When, Ty, when, when, <laughs> when he stood up and Jacob went to stand to like meet him, and, and he's <laughs> like, before he even could get fully up, Tyrese already grabbed him. Threw him back down and sat down next to him. Tell I was me like, about it. Yeah, tell me. I was like, tell me about damn, it. Damn, like that's a dude who like has you like you just completely yep. owned. You like you don't even have a chance. Look, Yo, like, I love Tyrese. Love Tyrese. I thought he, was great I thought he crushed. I thought this. he crushed. Also, I love this exchange. Was like because he got yo that mo that motion was so fast and so quick. Tell me about it. And then he goes. I stole his wallet. I was like, all right, you still got a little yeah, bit of confidence. That's a, funny, that's a good joke. You still got a little yeah. bit of confidence. In you. But then we get to Angela Bassett at the house. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> First of that what shit. What did the, per- like, honestly, the director of Rogue One, like, what did they do when he was just like, <laughs> what do you mean? What did you they know? do? They reveled in the awesomeness that is Forrest Whitaker's what acting. Are gonna, what are you going to say? The truck you don't. <laughs> <laughs> the first of it, like, <laughs> wait but how there, good wait hold on I'm sorry even Dan. think about Forrest Whitaker in Panic <laughs> just is there, the is, script. In Panic Room. is there a calm Forrest Whitaker is there ever a subtle Forrest Whitaker no right he's always Yo, he's always doing something on 11 can you imagine <laughs> could you imagine being a, like when we get to like famous it's like you can just do whatever you want you're like hey yo this uh, group says this group says uh, quiet doctor I know you <laughs> just like my dream, my dream is a moment I can do literally whatever, whatever. I want. Oh, there will be no stopping me. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> there will um, be no yeah, stopping. So then we get to Angela Bassett. He takes him home. Uh, also, I have a question. Shows him a watch with MLK <laughs> He did, and the thing about this, which is something that's always, uh, I've always felt weird about. Was it an astronomy club thing, or oh, someone else did? But like this, this meme came out of like. A pastor in one of those mega churches in like Atlanta. Or something oh yeah, like that. coming down, and he's coming down the thing mm-hmm. with it. And like I went to a church. I do not know what this is. What is it? So it's just like it's a it's a it's, it's a, not a, meme, a, it's video, a video. It's a video of a pastor who's like on one of those um what do you call it? harness harnesses that takes you from like the ceiling. So he's going from like the balcony to the to the to the podium in this mega in church a, in a harness. In like a harness. it's like very extravagant. Like okay, yeah, right. given the thing. Okay, and the thing is the reason I question is because uh uh. I brought up this. I know I've said this before on the podcast. That's what we're doing today. Um, my old church, which was in the hood, our pastor owned a city block, basically. S- super wealthy. And I always wonder, where did his money come from? So when they get in the car, and he's in a Benz driving around Harlem, I'm like, first of all, you don't need no car in New York. And you live in Harlem, and you got a Benz, bro? And his house yeah. was so nice. And, I, and again, like, I, there was just so much about this that just give me gave me pause just with my own religious like yeah. problems i'm like this nigga is living better than his pupil are and it was yeah. like it just, i just couldn't get that business and then also the girl who we didn't really because i didn't know they were going to be drug addicts or not drug addicts but like homeless people because i thought they were just i thought she was too cute and he was too clean mm-hmm. um the the homeless people come up to the car and he's super nice i'm like oh this is great but i'm like does he say like staying out of trouble or something yeah yeah he says he's something like, are you are you do like i thought that are I know you they're doing homeless good until or nighttime. whatever? And then yeah. she like shows him the baby, which was that the first time he was seen? Well, yeah. He was like, I, she was like, I think so. This, this, I do. I, I agree with you, Gerard, that I felt the, 
I felt like it was difficult what they were doing with the pastor character because it does elicit thoughts of like, like everyone has the joke about how the, you know, the pastor's laundering money or whatever, or, or, or just is better off than the, like, that's a, that's a common joke that's been told over and over and over again. Right. Um, but I felt like they showed us a very well off pastor, but then who ultimately has secrets, but then don't address that part of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't address the wealthy part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They never did. And this is why I, this movie is interesting for me and it brought up different feelings because there was a part of me that felt like the director knew that this was messed up. Mm -hmm. They, and Jacob, you know, like yells at Forrest Whitaker a lot in the movie. Um, and like a little bit about this, right? He's like, you're living like, like you're living like this in this house. Yeah, and, and like, my you're mom not is, yeah. yeah. Mom's about to be evicted. Like, well, why aren't you helping her? And he's like, well, she, well, I will if she like asks for help. And he's like, you know, she won't ask for help. Like, that's a lame excuse. Yeah. And he's right. It's a lame excuse. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like if 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 something isn't right, it's like your job to make it right. You know, he like doesn't do this message. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. It's like it's your job. You were the one who did the wrong. You know, yeah. you can't just say, oh, can you forgive me? Like it's it, you have to like have penance for it anyway. Yeah. Um, but the film doesn't end like it kind of ends with everybody is cool. And so there is a way of that, that kind of like undercuts some of the things that I wasn't sure if the movie was. So yeah, like, and this is, I mean, this is Forrest Whitaker's character is the main point of contention in the movie. Actually, so is Angela Bassett because she is, basically an enabler a, an enabler yeah yeah, yeah. she's, she's like complicit in i this. mean she's complicit she's not doing anything mm -hmm. i know but she's so like angela bassett so and she's like, great and she it. feels and she you feel her pain of like right saying like you know we did something wrong and he's like what and he's like don't worry about it you know we're sorry we love you we love your mom and he's like okay which and again i i, I kind of love that they had this in the film they don't bring it up but there is like the kid is like almost what is he like seventeen? How old yeah, is he? He's in high school. They don't say that he's just a high schooler. But like mm -hmm. you know, he's definitely a teenager, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And there there comes a time where you keeping secrets from the kid is actually has nothing to do with protecting the kid, right? It's really about protecting you. Mm -hmm. And I felt that a lot in this movie. I was like, oh, you guys keep saying like, oh, like don't worry about it. And it's like, no, like it's his. Yeah. He deserves he's this right. information. The, the dad he, stuff. Yeah, the dad oh stuff. Oh my god, was, the dad was stuff. driving me wow. up a wall because yeah. it's like literally like he is in. Is he alive? Is he dead? He's both. What? Well, <laughs> it's I, like he's yeah. both. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I, I didn't meet my dad till like almost like senior high school, mm -hmm. right? And so it was a lot of questions of like. Yes. It, yeah. What you're basically saying is true. It's like, it's, it's not protecting me at all. It's like, it's, there were so many questions that no one ever wanted to answer. They about didn't this want to dude. tell you. Right. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is because I would at this point know whatever the scenario is, which now your worry is probably making me think what I see you differently. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. But also it was a thing of, um, I was mad at the dude who owned the con. I'm yeah, ahead, sorry, the, dude, the pawn shop. The pawn shop. So I'm like, yeah, Jacob steals a, a, the watch the, from the MLK watch, and he's gonna like sell it off because he's trying to get this money to, to give his mom. Hmm. 
and the dude at the at the pawn shop is like, yeah, it's, it's worth a lot. It's worth a lot to the person who owns it. You know, this is the reverence thing. How do you know? I own the dad. I own. I know your dad. I know your mom. I'm like, all right, nigga. So what's up? Tell me. Like, I know your dad. Also, ugh. And then when we learn, when we learn, we already knew. But when we learn, I didn't. Oh, I knew. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but I when we, but when we learn, I also figured who his dad is. It's like, what? <laughs> Why would you say I know your dad in that in this? It's like. What do you mean he's right? Y'all knew the whole time? The whole the whole time. Um, not the I didn't know when we first well, I didn't know no, in the no. first scene, but well, then I was actually, also yes, kinda I like <laughs> Actually the first time I knew the, like the poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what I knew. <laughs> when he was like when he was like, wait, what's your name? Langston, like the poet. I was like, Oh, he's probably his dad. Yo, can I say can I be honest? I would definitely when I was at home and it was like a rough morning or whatever when the 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 twist happened. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and I almost that's amazing. So I got up early. I, I got up I love that's early. Great. That's great. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I almost text y'all, but I didn't know if y'all saw it yet. I was like, "Yeah." The nigga Tyree's got the kid with the. But yo. it's also a product of like it's a movie with so many famous people in it that you are also already trying to go. How do they fit into this? Like, well, how is this person? I thought important? it was gonna be another surprise you know, famous right. person. But I mean, I do, I do think yeah, the right. movie did like a good job of like of just making Tyrese like, oh, he's just gonna be the bad guy. Um, yeah. But there were, but when the, he was like, and then, I, and then when he was like, you know, like, you want a gun? Okay, meet me tonight at 10. I was just like, that's his dad. Like, it was like, like, it was literally yo. like everything. It was like, felt like it was, you, you need anything? If you need anything, I got you. But he's, he's it sounds like he's talking right. about, you know, guns or, or right. drugs, but it's like, no, he's. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so you have this guy at the pawn shop who's like acting all self righteous. He's like, do what did he say? He said something like, trying to sell it off like some crackhead. It's like, first of all, you don't know this kid. You <laughs> yeah. don't know why he needs money. Yeah. And you walk out a goddamn pawn shop. <laughs> Who right. are you? Right. Who are you? Right. Take the stick out of your own eye. Yo, for yeah. real. There was so, so much of this in this movie where I was just like, these hypocritical religious people, this yeah. guy is like trying to judge this kid. He has zero clue about this kid's yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, you know his dad, you know his mom. So what? You don't know the kid? Yeah. You don't know the kid at all. Yeah. And you're trying to tell him that he's coming in this pawn shop like a crackhead? Meanwhile, you you buy stuff off of crackheads. How yeah. do we think this pawn shop is, what, just like, Regular people just coming in, yeah. all just selling their jewelry because they don't want it anymore. <laughs> we know how to, we know how a pawn shop runs. <laughs> Doesn't run off of, of a bunch of respectable people selling things that they don't actually want anymore. <laughs> like get out of here. Facts. <laughs> I know that whole thing was like so wild, but then also I was like, man, this you gonna steal this man's whatever. So I so this next scene, okay, this next scene I related to a lot is when he gets back, or maybe it's a couple of scenes later, but. When uh, Forrest Whitaker is about to, you know, confront him about mm-hmm. the 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 watch. I think it is the the yeah. next scene. Well, yeah. that's when he's telling him to go to church, or or he's like, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm it, this, this is one because so the, the church. church is the actual majority of the. Movie. So so this the, so this thing the church right. Mm-hmm. So I remember, oh, okay, whatever. So I I was forced to go to church when I wanted to, and when I didn't, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to be like, yo, when I was at church, it's like, yo, man. Some of the biggest hoses at church because I'm like y'all coming at me. Some of the 
like I was like y'all like people kept <laughs> people kept coming at me like I was like about to go to hell and I'm like yo people was at church trying to get it in like some of the young people like at church yeah uh, 100%. like like, 100%. like y'all coming at me and niggas is trying to get it in like I'm talking about like get wait what were they coming at you for because like people at the church would come and be like oh man you know even my family like oh you know you're not going that's to church almost you like, gotta, you know but you the- gotta even now if I, if I went like when I go home for Christmas yeah I put you like this. The last fight I got into with my family, not my mom, so I want to make sure, not my mom or my or my stepdad, because of this podcast. We reviewed, mind you, these are people who are supposed to be nice and kind and caring. It was a moonlight. I got in an argument about moonlight because someone oh. listened to the podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I already know. Someone it listened to the podcast, <laughs> yeah. and they said that our guest, who was a friend of ours, is living with sin, right. and I and it Ooh. and it put me and it put me in a bad place. I was like. Okay. And this is the thing. It's like, you know, as a as a person who's been brought up in the church, mm-hmm. and as a person who has studied African-American history very immensely, it's like, yo, what people use for slavery was a lot of religion. You know what I'm saying? People, like, validated it, right? I'm like, and right now, you know what I'm saying, you're supposed to be a kind, caring person. But yet, my friend came on this podcast and said, and I was like, my man said two things. He said he grew up uh, as two things that the world hates. He grew up uh, three. Sorry, he said three. I never forget it. He grew up uh, black, which is what most of America hates, poor, and he grew up as something that even black people hated, which was gay. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this man came on a podcast, said that, and said this movie related to him in that way, and you're still saying, oh, that's true. He's a good person, but he's living with this thing. That is almost like a sickness. And I'm like, it, 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 it put me in such a place where I'm like, even to this day, we still got tension about that particular podcast yeah. episode. And I'm like, watching this movie and watching every time Forrest Whitaker said something, every time he did something, I'm like, you're just looking down on this kid. You looked down on this mom. Yeah. And I'm like. Because she got pregnant. And the thing is like, yo, man, what the, like, look, man. Uh, the th- yeah. So for me, and this is what it brings, this is what I'll say. It brings up in me for the for for that stuff is like people like to say that they are not people in religion like to say that they're not super religious mm-hmm. that like living like being a Christian is all about having a relationship with Jesus right it's about forgiveness it's about redemption and mercy and all this stuff and yet all. So much of the church lives like the Pharisees and the Sadducees that they they all say are bad people in the story of Christ, where God is like saying, you are you keep putting burdens on other people that you yourself can't carry. You your outside is clean. Your inside is dirty. Jesus was when he yelled at people, he was yelling at them. He wasn't yelling at any of the sinners. He mm-hmm. he was eating with the sinners and that's why they were like oh jesus eating with the sinners he's not a good dude right this is what happened in the bible they all know this and they all read and they're all like yeah jesus and yet then they go outside and what do they do they judge every other person for what they're doing and it's not even and the thing is where the judgment coming from it always comes from sex and like sometimes like cursing Mm -hmm. and abortion all right it's like, oh, yeah, that's 100%, 100%. it. And it's, that's it. And yet all of the other stuff, I was telling Tessa about this. There's a, there, one of my favorite passages in the Bible actually is when Jesus goes, 
uh he's like it's like supposed to be like day of judgment or whatever and you have the people like on the right and then on the left and the people on the right he goes oh come enter the kingdom of heaven uh when i was hungry you gave me food when i was thirsty you gave me drink when i was uh naked you clothed me when i was a stranger you let me in when i was in prison you came and visited me and they go, what are you talking about? We never did that, Jesus. We never saw you. We never fed you any of that. And he goes, I tell you, when you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. And then the other people say, he says, when I was hungry, you didn't give me food. When I was thirsty, you didn't give me anything to drink. When I was naked, you didn't clothe me. Yeah. When, and then they say, what are you talking about? We would have done, of course we would have yeah, done that. for and you. He said, <laughs> and he says, you, you didn't do it to the least of these. You didn't do it to me. Yeah. This is what, this is the thing mm-hmm. that is apparently, that's what he's telling. And yet everybody's talking about Oh, did you have sex before you were married? Oh, did you? And 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 I understand. I'm not trying to say like there can be if you don't want to have sex before you're married, that's your decision, right? But the thing is, they're all they're so concerned about these little things that first of all they don't they don't even do. Yep. So many of them don't even they don't even do it. Right. And even the people who do do it, what are you doing? Are you giving back? Like this is my whole thing about Forrest Whitaker's character was like he's he's sitting up in church. Talking about the importance I, of Jesus and religion, and meanwhile, I can't. His <laughs> daughter is, is being evicted from her home, and he's doing nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. What do you think Jesus is going to say to you? Yeah, uh, your own daughter. I can't. Yeah. But see, but that's the thing is like, and, and this is you know, just just for people at home, if you're like, oh, John, give you a quote. I'm a. I like to talk about one, a verse, one of my favorite philosophers. Um, I'm just, I'm just. Read this for you. Put right it now. up. I put it up and put it up. Um, one of our young philosophers uh, goes by the name of Aubrey Drake. You know, I like to think of sometimes he says certain things. Why? And hear me out. This, this, that, no, this philosoph- this, 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 please when, rewind. Yeah, a philosopher. <laughs> because the thing is, like, yeah, like no one, like no one fed Jesus. And I really do mean this though. And I, I feel like I brought this up to somebody before. Mm-hmm. When I said it as a joke, but it's like started from the bottom. Now we here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Started from the bottom. Now my whole team is here. Now this is my point about shit like this. Or even like you and with me with shooting in the gym. It's like when I was down, you ain't give a fuck because it's so. The thing that makes me frustrated about like when it comes to religion, and even like the economy and shit. It's like it's so easy. Everyone wants to feel better than someone else. Like that's yeah. the whole point. It's like if I'm poor, like I think we're not a political podcast. But when I when I like when I oh, look just at just for the listener, this is not a political podcast. No, no, not a political podcast. Uh, this is um, not a political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. All right. But when I think a lot about what's happening in politics, like a lot of things is going down is because you need to feel better than me. Like if if you're, you know, a poor working class white and I live in New York City and I make more money than you, it's like, oh, how can you feel better than me? Because now I have the thing that's better than you, which is money. Yeah. Oh, you feel better because you're white and I'm black. And that's supposed to be a thing that does that. When I go to church, again, I grew up in an area that wasn't the best. Like when I was younger, we moved out. In that area, the people who would walk down the street with the fancy clothes, with the, the I don't know what this air about them, were the religious people. Mm-hmm. Because they were, yes, may have been poor, but they weren't the same type of poor everybody else was. Like, they were a different kind of poor. They were like a blessed poor. So if you went and say, again, man, my, my mom was a single mom for a little bit. And it's like, yeah, my mom was older, a single mom. That's a thing. But if it was the pastor's, uh, or sorry, the the assistant pastor's kid, when she got pregnant, it was like, oh man, yeah, you know, it, it was like a weird, a weird situation. 
she wasn't as sinful as everybody else was because that was the pastor's daughter. You know what mm. I mean? It's just a weird, and it's like, it's just this thing of like, we just judge so much shit. So I guess Boris did a great job, but it just fucking. No, he, no, I mean, he did he, a gr- I think he did. he did a great job. It was such, like, especially when he was <laughs> preaching in the church, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, he's preaching, and his, and the, and when the kid fell asleep, I was like, good for you, dude. Like, seriously, because I, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, this is nonsense. He's preaching about, he's like preaching about this. And meanwhile, and I love that they did this. Mm-hmm. When the when the the uh, bro like the homeless couple came in, they're homeless and pregnant. I mean, they're looking. I mean, they literally compare them to Mary and Joseph. Like right. when they're singing, he does that in his dream. Mm-hmm. But he's they're coming in, and all the people are like, "Oh, you can't sit here. Oh, you can't sit here." Happens so maybe so it happens bad. all the time. It happens all the, happens time. All the time. And maybe I'm just so like, bad. and I'm like, and I was just like, yeah, you the the hypocrisy of you trying to preach this story, and meanwhile there are actual people in need in front of you and you're not doing anything yeah. about it. it that's the thing that i like it i look at that sometimes and i and i understand man I, I i really do i have sympathy for how they get caught up in it but it's like oh they really don't see it and to me it actually i start to i have actually started to look at the bible like i'm like oh man like the people who are so who believe that they're so into this almost always are the people who need this thing the most and they like they're not yeah. reading it right mm-hmm. because they're so concerned about the like the yeah. legality of it mm-hmm. and i was i was Instead confused too about the about this particular part yeah. because i mean like and I, and i get where we get to with the pastor but before up until this moment he had been very seemingly understanding of what that couple was going through through right i kept expecting him to notice it was happening right. and then and then say something about it like let them let them have a seat right. blah blah do not cast he them did out. say the thing when they were outside singing he was like he was like i don't want your mom to be like that yeah right because you look because you look, right cause here you, give them some money you look down on those people because yeah. i feel like people have to <laughs> i feel like humans instinctively have the need to want to feel important and yeah and that manifests sometimes in different ways. And like sometimes people just use that shit to like, ah, yeah. like you ever, you ever meet somebody who does something good for someone else, but then won't let you hear the fucking end of it. It's like, Hey man, you know, I was volunteering the other day. Yeah. I'm like, great. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's not to get me to join. Right. It's cause you is like, it, you're doing this thing not because you really want to, but right. that's the thing you think you're supposed Again, to do, and so you're funny, telling me about it. Because it's in <laughs> Jesus it's, talks about that in the Bible too about the man who like comes and he's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put all this money in, and he's like, oh, but see that person over that that old woman over there who's like putting in, she put in two cents, and this guy's like has this big show. She gave more than this guy did. Oh yeah, because yeah. she actually it, it, it cost her something, yeah. and she's doing it in secret. And this guy's trying to make a big show of it. He's like, I don't. This is not what it's about. Anyway. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home. 
for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. Um, we have no. to get to the end because we, we have to leave soon. <laughs> but oh, the, right. the, um, the end basically is he goes, he finds out Tyrese is his dad. There was no, what? there were no bullets in that gun. <laughs> a cop come, a black cop comes, and a black cop's like, "Yo, if there was anybody else here, this would have ended differently." He means he would have been shot, which is true, because uh, uh. he came in with, he came and told him to freeze. He already had a loaded weapon in his hand. It's like unless he literally didn't move and just dropped the gun, he probably wouldn't have shot. Um, anyway, uh, then they like that's the guy from Power. I, I don't oh, watch Power, wow. but I know he's from. Oh, Power. he did a good job. Then uh, they go to the church and they see Jennifer Hudson's outside the church because she came to see her baby. And he's like, come on, Ma, you got to come in. And then and then he's like, all right, I got my dad here. I got my mom here. You need to tell me what you did. And he and Forrest Whitaker admits. He confesses admits, really quick. He confesses, like, <laughs> which, yes, of course, like he's being put on the spot. Like he can't be like, yeah. no, 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 no. But yes, he does. He confesses, which is cool. He's like, I should have. I. I'm so sorry. I paid him five thousand dollars to leave you. Um, they couldn't give him. They couldn't say like ten. Well, I think it was supposed to be significant because the rent. The mom needed five thousand dollars. Yeah. Even though it was, it was like a low, very low number. Because then Jacob was like, "You left me for five thousand dollars," which I was also like, "Yeah, Come damn, on, that's man. like a low damn, amount of money." Bro. He was, like, and basically it was like, I guess Tyrese had a hit on him or something because he's like, I was in with some bad people. He had to pay up the bookie or whatever. It was the worst decision I ever made. Jennifer Hudson's like, yeah, damn right. It's the worst decision you ever made. I'm out of here. And then the, to me, the most impactful moment of the movie was Jacob Lattimore's response to his mom saying, like, it's not just about you. Yeah. Which I was like, ooh. I, actually, when he said that, I went, woo, damn. Yeah. I like yeah. out loud. No, it was intense. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. Because it's true. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you because and this is actually why it worked. The whole movie, you feel bad for Jennifer Hudson. The whole time, but when Jacob Latimer was like, "It's not just about you," I was like, "It's true. Like you can't just, yeah, you know. Like I, yeah. I, I understand that you're hurt, but this kid is desperately in need for a family. Like a, a and he wants to know his dad. He wants to know his grandparents. He wants his family to be together. It's not saying that they're gonna have to. They're going to be together. And you got nowhere to but, go, but yeah. and you got nowhere to you go. Got nowhere to go. And this is the thing where he was like, he was like, you got to learn how to forgive and. This is kind of like I think what you're talking about, where all of a sudden he starts to push like the message of the black activity story, it was a lot. which which <laughs> does feel like a lot, especially because he was sleeping through most of it. <laughs> yeah. But I will say from my own like my own faith journey, because I still identify as a Christian, even though I like there's a lot of part about the Christian culture that feels really toxic. Just like there's a lot mm. about masculinity that feels really toxic, but there's something mm-hmm. about masculinity that is that is great and I think should be celebrated yeah. for the, the 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 value of forgiveness to me is still something to be 
valued, even though it's a really hard thing to do. And I think it's one of the hardest things to do is to forgive somebody who's wronged you. But there's something in that that's healing because it heals. Yes, it's healing for the, the person that you're forgiving, but it's also healing for you because you get to let go of that anger that you're like kind of holding on to. And I think yeah. people hold on to that anger because they think it drives them. But there's a part of it that always like keeps like kind of holds you back. And so there was a to me, there was a beauty of that. That said, it was like tied up in a nice little bow. Yeah. I mean, do I you think know, that family's gonna be so all peaches and roses not. afterwards? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> but um yeah. I think that and I also think they did a good job of showing that too. Like Tyrese being a little farther away from uh, Jacob Lattimore in the yeah. last scene. You know, and he kind of grabs him a little bit, but he's still like, you know. Yeah. I don't know you, you know. I mean, yeah. he calls him like but, uh, lunch money and not son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying the movie's 90 minutes and some movies need to be, you know, 105 minutes. You know, some movies, you know, are just a little bit longer than 90 minutes and they have a little bit, just a couple extra scenes. Flesh out a little bit more I'm stuff. Not, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I could have taken more. No, I could, I could have definitely taken more. Just like five more minutes, you're just saying? Just like five more minutes. I don't know. Some of the nativity stuff. I don't know either. I think it. It it was like, I liked it, but it was like, it was a lot. I was like, okay. The movie was, it was a lot. I'm like, man, you could have took out three minutes for me. Oh, man. Wait, before we we end, I feel like we should do a special because we're in the holiday season. Yes, we are. Our song was Be Grateful. Um, That was a tough. I think we we should live in a world where. Be Grateful. Yes, right. Sorry. Be grateful for what? I was like, I was like, why are you telling him to be grateful? No, never mind, never mind. What? But, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all grateful. But it's my good. Thing you is should like, be grateful. Gratefulness is good. I think this holiday season, to all of our, our wonderful listeners, like if you if you are a Christian, if you are, you know a non-believer, it's like you know maybe we should live in a world where like we try not to judge one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we try not to look down on another person. Maybe mm. try to understand their side mm. of the story, their side of the world, and just take a beat. You know what I mean? Because I will say this, it's like, mm-hmm. I have felt what it's like to feel judged by someone else. And I've mm-hmm. judged someone else not even knowing I was doing it, just instantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like this holiday season, this is your chance. This is your chance to actually help someone. And don't tell everybody about it. You know, you may have that coworker. Oh, I'm telling who, who you know, Shut up. <laughs> you may have that coworker who like, oh man, you know, they got two kids. Mm-hmm. They're working at the movie theater. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have enough money to take care of these kids. You might be able to help them out on the way, but not make it a big deal. Because, you know, just be kind. Yeah. Just look, It's so dumb. But I remember, like, and again, I tell you, I'm not the biggest religious person, but the one thing, when I went to college, I studied world religions. There was one thing I noticed out of Christianity, Judaism, um, Islam, and Buddhism was treating your neighbor, and I'm going to say it in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. For treating your neighbor as you would want to be treated. Simple, yeah. It's one simple thing. And the thing is so funny is that rule. it's so funny because, again, yeah, we studied those four and then we also studied like Buddhism. It, literally, because Buddhism isn't technically a religion. It's just a way of living. It's like you could do all of those things and just be good. You could just be, you, you know, think about that. If, if, if racist people were like, hey, you know what, black dude, you just like me. I don't want someone putting a cross in my front yard. I'm going to be nice to you. We be good. It's so simple. It's like simple things. But I don't know, guys. Just just, just be kind this holiday season, please. That's all. Yeah. I, You know, while I was watching this movie, in the two minutes before we knew who his dad was, um, oh, I was shit. like, you know what would be crazy? Because cause that's Jacob Lattimore, right? I was like, it would be crazy if like suddenly Hancock flew in, right? And he was like, because he needed a savior. The whole movie 
the whole movie, he needed a savior, right? We can't argue that. Or the savior. He needed a savior. I'm saying he needed he needed the savior. But he but at the beginning of the movie, that was really good. At the beginning of the movie, that was really good. He needed a savior. <laughs> now, now I can do my religious jokes around John. It works. They Hancock work. flies <laughs> in, right? And then Jacob Lattimore looks at him, and he realizes that they have a connection. And you know, Hancock's like, because he's like a little mean to him because he's drinking his beer or whatever, and he's like, hey, "Yo, call me an asshole one more time." And he's like, "No, nah, man." In I'm church? Call you Is it in church? Because I'm time. I'm I'm time. And I'm actually here to tell you a story. And he gives him a card. Wait, who's time? And he time? reads it. And then we now suddenly he, realize, he holy shit, Hancock. this is a collateral beauty to crossover. Collateral. Oh. <laughs> okay? And time. <laughs> Jacob Lattimore Which is actually his character. It's also a Christmas movie, by <laughs> the way. Is it collateral? Kind of. Right? It's like a holiday movie. Oh, man. And then, like, and then they both go off into the sunset. He flies away. Time evaporates. And we don't know, was he an actor? Was he a, a real kid who, who needed some help? Was Hancock Hancock or was he? All right, dude. We about to get kicked out of the studio. <laughs> All right, let's you? go. Let's go. Let's go. Enough of this. All right. It's time for the cause. Okay. Great review films, not based on how much we He's like disappointed. them. disappointed. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but how much they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If we think it fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Right, okay. We think somewhat help the cause, we give it a white palm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think, sorry guys, this really this movie didn't help the cause at all. You don't give it anything. I don't know what to give. Yeah. Yeah, so, so. All right, on the count of three, we're gonna throw up our ratings. Here we go. Shit, I I legit don't know what to give the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, two, three. Shit, I knew y'all. Were no, this is good. Two black faces uh, and a white palm. I, I Damn don't it. Know. I gave it a palm. Shoot. I think that's a good. I think that's a. Palm. I didn't know what to give it. Collectively a good rating. This is my is thing. It? This I my question thing. is. This is my thing. <laughs> I didn't know what to give it. Uh, and I think the reason I even gave it a palm is not even because of the movie, it's only because of my own personal dislike of certain types of people. Wait. Because basically, like, in my mind. Wait. Hear me out. I think I did it wrong. I think I, did, I think I did this wrong. I think I did it wrong. That's like, why? Not because the movie didn't make any money? No, or... no. It was like because I hated Forrest oh, Whitaker. that would be why. I, understand. I hate. I hated Forrest Whitaker. I was like, man, fuck this movie. But I think that's, but that's the you point. Hated for, you hated him. You hated the character as a person. I like did. if you knew, I did. Like if you knew that character that in real life, you I would hate it. And the thing is, and the thing is, I was like, man, should this, should this... As for me and my house... My house in my house. Uh, I'm here we looking for my grandson, but my grandson would never be a pickpocket. Pick and for me and my house, it's we so, will praise the Lord. It's, I, I don't man, know, man. People that Old Testament. They got belongs to me. I don't know Sorry. why I did it. Literally, my, I, I think it was difficult because it's like, and again, I think I couldn't break away because my mind was like, oh man, should the world see a character like this? Which is, yeah, they should. A hundred percent They should. Because yeah, those think, characters exist. Yeah, I think my heart just was like, man, fuck. Okay. Forrest Whitaker's movie, wow. I did it wrong. Um, I'm sorry, You y'all. did it wrong. Uh, I'm sorry. So the reason that if I was, was going to give it a palm, I would have given it a palm, is because the movie made no money. Jacob Lattimore has been doing stuff, but... Yeah. But yeah. has he been leading? He did. He did. He let um, Slate. Slate this year. We didn't did. review it. This true. year? Did, it was... Okay. It was... Or last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I, superhero movie. Right. It was like one of those indie And also movies. his inability to lead something. I don't think that's on... I think the fact that he got 
Well, I'm sorry. You're in the middle telling your thing. Well, uh, anyway, I gave it a fist, though, because yeah. Jacob Lattimore is still kind of, you know, he'd been doing stuff. And you had so many black actors in this, like yeah. black excellence all around, you yeah. know, and a black uh, woman director. I mean, come on. Yeah. So I had to give it a, a black fist, yeah. even if it didn't make any money. And there is no, there's not going to be a black activity, too, which is sad. <laughs> Are you sad, John? No, not really. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything you just said. I mean, like, Jacob Lattimore, this is his second movie, and uh, I don't know if it's his first lead, but he does a great job in it. And, you know, this is, I mean, exactly what Bray just said, black excellence specifically, you know what I mean? Like, the the black woman director? I mean, that don't happen enough in Hollywood. And it happened with this movie. And also, I, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen in the in the newspaper, which nobody reads anymore, but in the newspaper wow. or in posters and flyers and stuff, black nativity is happening at this church or it's happening at this theater or whatever. And I literally never went my whole life. And I just saw black nativity today. And you want to know why? Because this movie exists. So I gave it a whole black fist. Just a are big you, old black fist. Are you going to see it for Slight. real now? Are you going to see it I, for I would go see it now. I would actually go see it now. This movie did its job. I'm going to go give money to, you know, some community theater somewhere. Because <laughs> it's usually done at community theater. Slight theaters. actually came out two years ago. That was two years ago? Yeah. That's okay. Jacob Lattimore is the man. He's also he's also in a movie um, starring uh, one of my good friends, Gully, coming out in 2019. Our friend Dave. Dave's uh, in that movie. Nice. Um, we don't know what we're reviewing next week. Another Christmas movie. Probably. Another, yeah. <sighs> Christmas or holiday movie. Uh, What's the one I refuse to do? Uh, this and, but I, we do know the week after that, we're going to review Spider-Man. 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 Into the I'm Spider-Verse. So when, does, when does uh um uh If Bell Street Could Talk, when does that come up? Bell Street? Technically, the wide release, I think, is uh like the 21st or something. I think it's around Christmas. <laughs> This Christmas! <laughs> Shit, I got, I got um, work on my tone before. So, <laughs> if you guys have other holiday movies, yeah, we might be doing this Christmas, even though these guys really don't want to. I want to do it. I'll do it. All right, let's do it. Shit. I sang the song. Let's commit it. I bought this on myself. This yeah. Christmas. You did it. The song is so good. It All is right. a great song. Uh, you can follow us at Black Man Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, please, if you are in New York, uh, well, actually, it would be to d- tonight. You have to come. Yeah, tonight. Tonight or next next or week. Or next week. Yep, next week. Um, we have a show, Astronomy Club. Let's talk about mm-hmm. race, baby, at the UCB East Village Theater. Uh, so come out to that. Um, oh, right. You can follow me at John Braylock, J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-S-E-K. That's it. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy at dot com. Third is three R D. Um, instead of following me, go out and hug somebody. All right, go out and tell somebody that you love them today. I'm going to say that all month of December. Tell somebody you love them today. And if anybody wants to talk comic books or anything like that, like we can't talk about that on the podcast because this is a black Hollywood podcast. But if anybody is just interested in talking about that, please tweet at me. (laughs) Hey, yo, I was in comic book store today, man. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, I got uh, Heroes in Crisis. Oh, um, number three. Number three is out. Okay. Number three. Got number three. Got number three. Okay. Uh, Also, (laughs) also, Pretty sure this will be pretty good. So we have merchandise to sell. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, we got a merch store now. We got a y'all. merch store. Yo, we got a merch store. On um, uh, T Public, I believe. Is that that's the name? T right? Public. T E E Public P U B L I C. Also can find com. Yep, you can also find our stuff at Forever Dog. What is it? Forever Dog Productions.com. <laughs> Man, we 
It's foreverdogproductions.com. <laughs> You're the one who decided you to said it. name You're the, one the, the website. Well, no, what I'm saying is because if you go on Forever Dog's website, you will see Black Man Can't Jump. You can That's click right. on our page and it right. will show our T-shirts that connects already to um, T-Public. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, guys, I mean, the holidays are here. Yep. You know what I mean? Get you a sweatshirt. Get, get you, guys, you a Get mug. you a sweatshirt. Get you a get shirt. Get a sticker to put on your computer. Yeah. Hey, I want a sticker. Me too. Okay. James, can I borrow um, $20? I mean, this let me see what I got. All right. We're, we have to go. Thank <laughs> you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your Dog. podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!